Today's video is brought to you by Upstart. Hey, brother! Oh, man, you guys! The first trailer for Mandalorian Season 2 just dropped, and OM oh, goodness, did it give me all of the goosebumps. Oh, I just, I just, I cannot wait. Mandalorian is like the one Star Wars thing right now that at least it seems everyone can agree is awesome. And thus far, it looks like this season is going to deliver on those expectations. Like, for one, it's gonna have Ahsoka at last! It's gonna have Sabine Wren from Rebels, that's who this character was, BTW. And, of course, we get more Baby Yoda, which might literally be the best thing to happen in 2020. Well, other, other than the birth of my actual uh, baby twins, Nick and Nate, they're, they're pretty great too. Love you guys. But that's not all, because unless I am way off my mark, there is also another super popular character that they have left extremely secret thus far. But if you ask me, there can be no doubt that making his live action debut in The Mandalorian will be Thrawn. Guys, before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Upstart. As always, financial responsibility is a big deal and we recommend that you do your research and make whatever is the correct decision for you. Now, it is no mystery that we are presently living in uncertain times and lots of people are looking for ways to feel more financially secure. And if you feel like you're just needlessly throwing money at credit card debt, Upstart might be able to help. Now, if you don't pay a ton of attention to your credit card bill, I don't blame you. Credit card bills are a snooze fest. But you might be getting eaten alive by interest rates. For example, if you were $1,000 in debt and you have an 18% interest rate, you'd be paying about 30 bucks a month. It's not terrible, but if you look closely, you'll discover that only about half, $15 of that, is going towards the debt. The rest is just interest. That adds up pretty immediately and over time, and that is where Upstart can help. Upstart is a revolutionary lending platform that goes beyond the traditional credit score to award you with a better rate. So more of your payment is going to the right place, so you are becoming more secure faster. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 on Trustpilot and head to upstart.com slash scb to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. Again, that's upstart.com slash scb. Link is in the description down below. Quick heads up, I know there's a lot of Star Wars out there, but this video is going to contain spoilers for Mandalorian Season 1, the Thrawn Trilogy, and Star Wars Rebels. You've been warned. Okay, so if you've only ever watched the Star Wars movies, you might be wondering, uh, who is Thrawn? Mithron Yorodo, better known simply as Thrawn, served as a Grand Admiral in the Imperial Navy during the time of the Galactic Empire. And chances are, you have at the very least seen images of this guy. He is extremely popular in the expanded universe and has been for quite some time. He was actually introduced way back in 1991 and I remember even just as a kid constantly seeing this blue-faced red-eyed guy on the cover of Star Wars stuff but never really having any idea who he was. I, he certainly seemed like he had something to do with Star Wars but he wasn't in any of the movies. To me, he kind of fills the same role in the fandom as Ahsoka does just for the villains. He's incredibly popular, incredibly talented, 
but has never made any sort of live action debut. He existed solely in the expanded universe, and then when Disney bought Star Wars, they effectively retconned him right out of existence. But only briefly, Disney swiftly reintroduced the character right back into the universe and even hired the same author, Timothy Zahn, who wrote the original Thrawn books way back in 1991 to write his new trilogy. Although honestly, I think there might even be a fourth book now. Like, ugh, it is so hard to keep up with everything Star Wars, but whatever. Three, or I would recommend reading them, they're good. But if you don't wanna read and you'd rather have something to watch, you are actually in luck because Thrawn serves as the primary antagonist for most of the show, Rebels. And I have to tell you, it is hard not to like Thrawn because he is just so unique in the Star Wars universe. He is a straight up tactical genius. It'd be almost like if you combined Spock with Sherlock, except he's blue and has creepy red eyes and is controlling the Imperial Navy. In fact, when Vader reads his mind, he describes it as the most organized mind he's ever felt. Not exactly like a brain desk, huh? <laughs> hey. <laughs> but despite that, he's only sort of a bad guy. I mean, he is furthering the goals of the Empire, which yes, that is that is a very bad thing. But it's really odd reading his books because you're following just this Imperial ship around and you're always rooting for him because he doesn't act like the other Imperial officers. He's always trying to conserve and save resources and minimize casualties at all costs. And his motivation isn't sourced from gaining power or even furthering the goals of the Empire. Instead, he is simultaneously loyal to his own race of people known as the Chiss Ascendancy. They exist off in the unknown regions of space, which is just parts of the galaxy that have not been explored or are outside of Imperial control. Thrawn is no fool though. He recognizes that the Empire is a significant threat to his people, but rather than fight them or rebel against them like so many others are doing, he decides to join them, rise through the ranks, become one of their top military officers, and protects his people by being close to the Emperor. It's kind of a, I'll help you further your efforts no matter what they are as long as they're not directed at me kind of approach. And I have to say, it pays off pretty well for him. But, so you might be wondering, with such a crazy tactical genius on their side and so high up in the military, why isn't he in the movies? How did the Imperials lose? Where did he go? Well, the answer is he's not present because he got shot off into deep space by giant hyperspace whales. Yup. Let me back up. Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, Thrawn is the primary antagonist in the TV show Rebels. And in the series finale, after failing to defeat the Rebels the show is named for on several occasions, he shows up in full force, ready to blow them to kingdom come. And even though they have many clever little strategies to circumvent him, he correctly predicts pretty much all of them, except one. The Purgil. The Purgil are giant whale-like creatures who live in the middle of space and have the capability of traveling at hyperspeed. In fact, they were the original inspiration for the development of that technology in the Star Wars universe. That said, most travelers see them as kind of pests because they are giant whales and can get in the way of hyperspace lanes and wreck your ship. However, the main character of Rebels, a young Jedi in training by the name of Ezra 
Bridger, who is just the worst, by the way. Like seriously, why the show isn't about Kanan, the Padawan who believes he's the only Jedi to have survived Order 66 is beyond me, but whatever. Anyway, Ezra has a special connection with the Force, which allows him to connect with various animals and species across the galaxy, including the Purgil, which end up being his secret weapon against Thrawn. Nobody expects the hyperspace whales! With his back against the wall, Ezra calls the Purgil. They arrive, wreck Thrawn's fleet, latch onto his Star Destroyer, and with the two of them inside, blast off into... deep space? Uh, the thing is, nobody really knows where they went. That's kind of the thing about the Purgil. You can't really track them. They've tracked us through light speed. That's impossible. Yes. Now, timeline-wise, this all happens right before A New Hope, which is why neither Ezra or Thrawn are present at all in the original trilogy. Which finally brings us back to The Mandalorian, which takes place five years after Return of the Jedi, and where Thrawn is so totally, definitely going to show up. As mentioned in the trailer yesterday, Mando's mission in season two is going to be to try and return Baby Yoda back to an ancient race of space wizards, AKA, the Jedi. And the big problem I have to imagine he's going to face is there really aren't very many out there. Like, I think you can count them on one finger. I guess apparently also Leia eventually, and he does start that school, but that's not for a while. And since Baby Yoda doesn't show up in the sequel trilogy, I think we can safely assume that Luke is not the one that Mando is going to deliver the child to. In fact, I dare say they are going to need a way to get little Baby Yoda out of the picture before the events of the sequel trilogy start taking place. But okay, so if not Luke, then... Are there other options? Ahsoka, who is totally confirmed to be in season two of The Mandalorian. Caveat though, Ahsoka, although extremely talented and the former apprentice of Anakin Skywalker, is no Jedi. I am no Jedi. And while I'm sure she's going to be more than willing to help Mando, I don't think she will qualify as him returning Baby Yoda to the Jedi. Which leaves us with only one possible option, Ezra. Now, you might think that because the windows on that Star Destroyer were broken before the whales blasted off into hyperspace that uh, he is definitely super dead. But let me tell you, he definitely is super not. I mean, for one, we've seen other Jedi survive in deep space before now, haven't we? But besides that, the very final scene of Rebels shows Ahsoka returning and meeting up with Sabine. Remember her from earlier? The two of them then go to search for Ezra, and all that is happening immediately after Return of the Jedi. The show ends on a very positive and hopeful note, but it is still one that has never been resolved. Like, you don't know, did they ever find him? Well, I think you can probably do the math for yourself at this point. The two of them are both back in the Mandalorian, and he is now also looking for a Jedi, so if you ask me, the hunt for Ezra is on. And who is with Ezra? Thrawn. And maybe like a whole pod of hyperspace whales, I don't know. Now this is pod racing. So, prediction. The very final scene of this season of The Mandalorian will be Sabine and Ahsoka and The Mandalorian arriving at wherever they're trying to get to and they think they're about to find Ezra. 
But instead, zoom in real close on those red eyes, it's Mithron Yorodo. And boy, oh boy, if you thought people were excited about the Darksaber last year, <laughs> Twitter might explode. So I don't actually think they'll find Ezra this season, but wherever he is, they're gonna end up needing to rely on Thrawn for help. Because undoubtedly, wherever Ezra is, he's gonna be somewhere off in the unknown regions because again, he doesn't show up at all in the sequel trilogy. But they're gonna have to rely on Thrawn because he's gonna be the only one who knows how to navigate through Uncharted space by using Baby Yoda. Because the Chiss also have Force-sensitive children and they put them to exactly one use. Navigating uncharted space. And, and, do you know what the Chiss happen to call by just complete coincidence their Force-sensitive children who help them navigate through hyperspace? Skywalkers. Apparently their numbers have just been rising lately. Which means though, that if Thrawn meets up with Baby Yoda and teaches him how to do this thing, that Baby Yoda is gonna be a Skywalker. Which is how they will find Ezra, who will be the eventual master of Baby Yoda past the end of the events of Rise of Skywalker. And do you know how we know he's not dead? Because his voice isn't present when Rey faces Palpatine. Every Jedi who ever lived, lives in you. The Force surrounds you, Rey. Let it guide you as it guided us. Ahsoka's voice is there. His master, Kanan's voice, is there. It's not like they just forgot about the TV show Rebels. And like, I double-checked. Ezra's name is not in the credits, and it's because he's not dead. He's just forgotten, and really far away, in deep, deep space, taking care of baby Yoda. Although, wait a minute, if Ahsoka's voice is there, that means she's totally gonna die in The Mandalorian. <gasps> Probably defending baby Yoda. <gasps> Could there be a more noble death? I don't think so. Well done, Ahsoka. Well done. Anyway guys, that is my prediction. Thrawn is coming, Ahsoka might die? <gasps> oh my gosh, I am so excited for this season. Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, what do you think? Will Thrawn be coming? Is Ahsoka going to die? Is Sabine gonna end up with the Darksaber? What are your predictions? Let me know in the towel section down below. Guys, thanks so much as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Star Wars action from us. If you want to see what plan Planet Yoda is from, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother.